0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Made It In Music podcast. I'm Riley Taylor, our community manager here at Full Circle Music, and I'm so excited for you to hear this upcoming episode because Seth and I sat down with the Tootin Brothers about using TikTok marketing to find your fans. The Tootin Brothers are a country music duo from Athens, Georgia, whose 180,000 TikTok followers have been fueling their commercial success. This was recorded along with our live audience from our Song Chasers community. You can learn more about Song Chasers at joinsongchasers.com. For now, let's dive into the episode.
1: We're super excited today. We've got uh, another fun-filled episode of uh, finding your fans with the Tootin Brothers this morning. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
2: the second time. Get the second song time. time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> got Walker Tootin and Sam Tootin and... Um, This is, as you know, Riley, Riley, our Sonic chaser's queen. Um, But yeah, we are going to be diving in today to just some of the strategies that they've used. They actually just had a new EP come out this past uh, week, so everybody give them a a nice hand for that.
2: Yeah, thank Um, you.
1: Out everywhere. And uh, we had the privilege of of working on it together, and we're going to dive into working on some more today. So I love what these guys do. Not only on a musical level, they're but they're great dudes. Um, very much fit the vibe of of you all, Song Chasers. Just good people, um, and uh, and and they're hard workers. The, the the thing that I've grown to appreciate about them, and, and the thing that Kenley you know has not uh, lied about <laughs> since the beginning is the fact that you guys just you guys treat this like a job. Like you you show up to work, you you're, you you keep it pretty structured, and you've really dove in and embraced the marketing social media side of things and mm. that's that's what i'd love to focus on today we could we could definitely dive a lot into the writing stuff but i'd love to talk just specifically because we're we're in our music marketing month um maybe just take us through really quick uh a little bit of your story how'd you get to nashville and then we can dive into more of the specifics of kind of what you're doing to get your music out there so yeah
2: whoever wants thanks for to having us, us man we uh We started doing music in college at the University of Georgia, and we were basically playing shows, playing uh, little open mic nights. So we kind of went to a show together one time. We're like, man, I think we could do this thing. So we went to we started playing open mic nights. And because of that, we started writing our own songs. And then somebody asked us to play a fundraiser. And then somebody asked us to play a sorority event. And kind of from there, we started doing shows Um, and so we really just started as a live band uh, and did our own music because kind of out of necessity of having to play live for people so we started writing songs and then by the end of college we were both finance majors and we were like man we really don't want to do finance so (laughs) maybe we should try this music thing so we moved up to Nashville and since then we've been kind of doing the Nashville thing which is connecting with whoever you can connect with Right with whoever you can connect with, market yourself as much as you can, um, and hopefully, you know, at some point, you start you start creating some traction, um, which we've been uh, trying to do. And it, you know, we're trying uh, now to just put out a lot of music, and and a big part, like what you're talking about, Seth, is is marketing ourselves um, and using social media and using shows and and a lot of different things to do that.
1: Yeah. And I, I just so appreciate this part of you. And maybe you guys can dive into that and walk and speak to that. But you literally went from like a really comfortable, secure um, job to to making that leap and and, and going full time into this thing. Yeah. Dude. Was that like a, a pretty scary moment? I imagine
2: it was. I mean, I so Sam, Sam was a year younger than me. And so he graduated from college a year after me. So for a year, I worked a like a finance job at Home Depot's corporate office, which was interesting. I was the, the barbecue grills buyer nationally, so nice. or the assistant. So if you saw a barbecue grill at Home Depot, I put it there. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it, it is It is one of those sayings where, you know, it, like anything that's comfortable, it's hard to kind of get out of it. But um, I think it was sort of hard for me, but it was also not that hard because I was – like, doing this job, and I really just didn't like doing the job. I was kind of miserable at work every day and knew that, like, spreadsheets were not my uh, future, and so I was like, you know, I'm still young. At the time, I was unmarried and and didn't have a girlfriend, and um, luckily, Nashville is only, like, three hours from Atlanta where we were, and so for me, it was like, you know what, I'm going to go give this thing a shot for two years, and, like, I'm going to give it all we have and see if we can, you know, get a pub deal going, and and figure out a way to like support ourselves doing music and uh and luckily it happened we're four years in now but um but it, it, initially it is kind of scary to leave like the health insurance and the you know all, all the 401k, 401k yeah, and right. the matching and all that kind of stuff that that makes corporate america kind of plus the grills it. man the grills dude hard to leave the grills you missed the jimmy, grills. jimmy asked did you get to test the grills out uh yeah sometimes yeah oh the best thing was i don't know if y'all heard of traeger like they're like a big like I love Traeger. You know Traeger. They're like a big smoker, uh, like electric smoker brand. But we started carrying Traeger and they would come to our like corporate office like once or twice, I I guess a quarter, and uh, cook like the best smoked meats for everybody at corporate. And so they'd have like their like big like pit boss, you know, King Grill guy come in and he'd just be like out there literally all night in the parking lot smoking brisket. So I go get brisket for like lunch, breakfast, dinner all the brisket man. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So you
1: left the brisket for for the grind.
2: Yeah, dude, left the brisket for the songs. <laughs> Metal left the brisket to
1: get a biscuit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um one of the things that maybe surprised me even when I was talking to Kenley cuz we we have the same publisher at Sony.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um last year I think when we were talking he was telling me a little bit about y'all and what y'all were were doing before we started working together. And he was like, man, as much as it pains me as a publisher, I've had to start blocking out days on the schedule for the guys to just do social media, TikTok stuff, like content stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, publishers were, were, they're supposed to be all about the songs, but they, they also, he's he's also smart enough to realize the practicality of it is, even if you have the songs, they're not going to get out there unless you market them. And really Mm -hmm. now the way to do that is social media. Yeah. So can you talk about, maybe even just like your journey into that. Was that like something you were
2: reluctant to do at first or yeah. how did you yeah. kind of, I was man, yeah. I was reluctant at first just because I just, I'm one of those guys that's like, I just want to make music. Like I don't want, I didn't sign up to do TikTok, Um, And that's kind of was my mentality at first. And honestly, it was not a great one uh, just because the like you know the world moves on and you can adapt or you can stay stagnant um and so for us it was just about adapting to it and it was start- during covid when tiktok really started to explode and we put out a couple videos and um did like kind of some funny goofy stuff and and a few things really exploded uh the videos and and we we're like oh my gosh but it was it was these goofy kind of spoof videos and From there, it was, how do we turn this into actually promoting our own music rather than these goofy kind of, yeah, like funny songs or whatever. And so from there, we we really started kind of just digging in and figuring out step by step and, and a lot of pain and effort of what is, how do we promote our music on TikTok and Instagram? How do we do it that is true and organic and authentic to us without us feeling awkward or goofy or, um, like cheesy, you know, those are a lot of things that we struggle to, to do well. Um, and it's hard to do. And so, um, you know, countless hours talking about it, countless hours, watching other people, seeing what they do, how we can adapt that to us. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of how we, how we've started doing it and what we continue to do. But that, that was kind of the beginning.
1: Yeah. And and I, the thing that I've appreciated is it, it it does feel authentic when I'm watching it. It's not like you're putting on some car sales guy persona or something. Mm-hmm. You know, you you guys are just sort of being yourselves and really finding a way to keep it about the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think that's where a lot of people get stuck in this TikTok hamster wheel of almost having to become like a game show host or something. Yeah. And yeah. and it sort of makes it. Can you talk about that? Like how how have you sort of found what works and what what hasn't
2: worked? dude i think for us it was i mean to to sort of speak to the first part of your question like when we first started making tiktok we had some friends doing it who were also musicians who exploded on tiktok like had mega like 10 million view viral viral videos but they weren't about music at all like it was about like something completely different like a funny story in their life or something and like their TikTok went way up but if you looked at their music it was the same like it didn't convert anybody from TikTok to Spotify or Apple Music or wherever their music was um and i think we saw that pretty early on and we were like if we're if we're going to do TikTok we want it to be about music like we want to like Sam said like at first it was goofy but it was still about music and so we could kind of like move that music into our music if that makes sense um so that really was, was why we did it that way. And I think the authentic part is just, I think it comes from like playing a lot of shows and like um, playing a lot of music together. And hopefully as you get better at like that thing, if you can find ways to, to, to translate what you do in real life or translate what you do, like at a show into TikTok hopefully people will like appreciate it in the same way. Um, And that's kind of always, and also we've always just been like, man, if if we can't be ourselves and like do music, like, and if we can't be ourselves and be on TikTok or be artists or like if some publisher or label is trying to like make us into something that we aren't, like it's it's just like, I I don't care anything about that. Like, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that's like personally for us is, is important. Like I would just rather not, be an artist if i didn't if i couldn't be myself if that makes sense yeah um for sure or or like you know i mean obviously you have to but like i'm, I'm not going to be somebody i'm not i'm not for the sake of you know yeah tiktok or some, some viral video yeah, yeah exactly
1: yeah yeah i think the question you gotta ask is so what it's like you get a 10 million viral video so what like what does that turn into ultimately in in the case of some of the folks who you're talking about it's like it didn't really probably do anything for their mm-hmm. music career. It's just, yeah. you have viral video. Congratulations. Right. Yep. You know, it doesn't really create a
2: career or, or fans that are willing to come or any money, dude. Yeah. I mean, there's like, just cause you have a 10 million view video, it doesn't mean you're going to see a dollar from that, which is really an interesting thing. I think a lot of people think that like, dude, if I can get a video with a million views on it, like I'm going to be rich. And like, <laughs> it's not the case at all you yeah. know which is especially on tiktok there's you you have to find ways to convert it and and you and you have a, a very finite moment of okay this thing is viral right now even if it's your own song okay this thing is doing really well this song we're continuing to see it do well on these platforms how do we convert that from for us it's usually streams how do we convert it from tiktok to to streams or instagram to follows or Instagram to streams you know and and it's just it's a difficult thing but sometimes we use like little calls to action in our videos and and sometimes we just kind of uh keep putting it out there and saying this song's out now you know kind of deal so yeah just different ways of trying to convert it
1: yeah can you give some examples of like what what's the type of core content that works really well for you guys is it is it you guys sitting in front of, cam- of a camera playing songs is it I know you guys do the thing yeah. where you, you you have a mic and you have the headphones on and you're kind of singing in all these different yeah you know, locations we've, we've tried it all man dude, we've yeah. tried everything bro
2: and <laughs> except for the dances we haven't tried the dances <laughs> yeah for those of you out there like we we unfortunately like we don't have it all figured out as far as tiktok goes and i don't i think if anybody says that they do they're probably lying and there's there's a very few amount of people that really have it figured out and just continually pump out viral videos. Um I'd say you're you're uh, several steps along further than most of us though. That may be true. May, I don't know. But sometimes it feels that way, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. But um but I think for us what what we found to work is and what seems to work for most people in music is number 1 like we feel like like when we're filming a video, we want like our face to be a big part of the video like in the in the like uh like in the center of the frame if that makes sense. Um and we found that subtitles work really well. Like most of our videos that have done really well have subtitles on them. Like that are you know the the lyrics of the song usually or a story about the song or something like that because I feel like a lot of people watch TikTok and stuff on silent. Um they don't necessarily watch like with the sound on all the time. So yeah. to It's just like another way to like hook people into uh, into what you're what you're singing about and what you're doing. Yeah. So. We we found that it, it's like kind of boils down to three things. It's got to be quality, high quality. So if it's a, a really grainy or dark video, it's not going to catch people's eye. So it's got to be high quality. It's got to be uh, quantity. You got to have a lot of videos. You got to take a lot of shots in order to have anything that does anything usually. I mean you might have one that you know, if you post once a week you might have one but if you post 7 times a week that's you know that many more shots you have. Um and then the last one is speed. For us it's like if we if we can't sit down in a in a block of an hour and knock out 10 TikToks or however many TikToks it is, then we're doing something wrong because we found that you might spend Two hours on a TikTok, and then it get, you know, five hundred views, and you might spend twenty seconds on a TikTok, of of as far as just shooting it and editing it real quick and going, and it might get two million. So it's not always an indicator. Like you have to fast, you quickly knock them out and and efficiently get them going. Because if you don't, then you're just getting bogged down, and you can't have a lot of quantity when you don't have speed. So it's quality, quantity, and speed. Are are the main things for us?
1: Yeah, and you're and you're not overthinking it. It's almost like the time you spend on each of it doesn't have a correlation with no how well it does. It's a reverse
2: correlation, not for <laughs> I mean, for, for us. Yeah. It, it, maybe that's not the case for other people. But the more time I spend on my TikTok traditionally, the 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 more poorly it's gonna do. Like it's um, not gonna do well.
1: Um, do you think that's just because the platform likes like unproduced stuff? Is it just favor that?
2: Kind of I think level? that's part of it, and I think. I did. I don't know. It's just when I have these ideas, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna make like usually the the videos that take me a long time, I have to do a lot of editing on. And I'm not a great video editor. That's not something that like I traditionally am good at. And there's so many people out there who are great video editors, who I think are going to win that battle against me every time. Like what I'm good at is making songs and, and music. And so I have to find ways to like make that part of my quantity and speed is like okay well I can make music probably better than most of the guys who can make really great videos mm-hmm. and so how do I give people a lot of music to listen to in a high quality way if that makes yeah. sense
1: well in different versions of it this is something we talked about the mm-hmm. other day is like I think yeah. a lot of artists feel like oh we've promoted that song like we already did a post about it Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. you gotta do that. You, you can't feel like you're bugging people with
2: yeah like multiple versions and multiple you no know, we promotions. hammer i mean we hammer the same song we we have this song from 2021 that recently has made a resurgence on instagram reels and tiktok called there she is and it just continues to do well and, and at one point we had sort of given up on the song we were kind of like ah, that. i mean we think it's good but i guess nobody else like really loves it that much like we thought it was going to be really good but whatever and then one time we posted a just happened to post a tiktok or reel of it and it did well and we're like huh maybe people are connecting like a lot of people commenting that they oh this i can't believe i've never heard this This is amazing Mm -hmm.
1: stuff like that and um that's that's so big of it is like they
2: there's every chance in the world that people just haven't even heard it like even if you've
1: posted it a hundred times
2: dude every time i post that song there are 20 comments on there oh my gosh i love this song like where can i find it and it's like you (laughs) can find it on Everywhere you listen to the Same the place I've told you the last two years. But it's all these people <laughs> who have never heard it, man. And it, it is so true that, like, if you want people to hear your music, in our experience, you've got to put it out so many times. Because if you think about the way you consume TikTok or Instagram or whatever it is, like, you're, you're not, you're not, cons- like, if it's something you don't want to see, you just swipe. You don't care about, like, the videos that people have posted in the past. You know, you're just watching what's in front of your face. And if you hear a song that you like for the first time, You know, you're gonna go listen to it, whether you know they posted about that song twenty times or or not. You know, yeah, for sure. I don't know. Do you? How big is the kind of hook
1: at the beginning of a video? Like, I I know a lot of people make content where they're like, "Hey, if you just broke up with your boyfriend, this song's for you." Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that kind of stuff. It's big, I think. Dude, I hate to say it,
2: but I think it is big. Yeah, Yeah. because because the way that you know the algorithm, everybody talks about the algorithm. The way it works is the more the longer people view your video, Mm -hmm. the more it's going to get pushed out there. And so if you don't hook somebody right at the beginning, like I've I don't have TikTok on my phone, but I've seen Walker on his and other friends on theirs. And it's like a split second decision. It's like they watch, boom, swipe, watch, boom, swipe. And then something about one video catches their eye and they watch it for a little longer. And um, so it's just about your video catching that grabbing hold of somebody for that a little bit longer. Yeah.
0: They say it's the first three seconds Mm -hmm, that you have that long and sometimes not even. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so you can you got to grab them in the first three seconds. And I don't know exactly always how to do it. But there I mean, what are some examples of how you guys have
1: kind of tried to do that in, in your TikToks?
2: Yeah, we, we've tried a lot of ways. I mean, we do that, We've done the whole, you know, like point at the point at the caption thing. And like that seems dude, that's that works. I mean, I don't really like doing it, but it really works.
1: <laughs> so you just have a caption up with like what the title or something. Yeah.
2: So Well, like, well, it'll be like a, a frame and like I'll be in the frame. There'll be some space above me and I'll be like pointing up and it'll be there. She is. And it'll be like, uh, like, ladies, this is how your man should feel about you. And like something about those words in front of there she is grabs people I don't know what it is about it um or like I'll see you when I see you it's like um wrote this song about an ex-girlfriend or something you know and like pointing up at that and it's usually something that's like huh I wonder what is what it's about you know well and if they're listening with a sound off
1: they're like oh that's intriguing like I want to click on it and actually turn the sound on and maybe mm-hmm. hear the song at yeah. that point so that does make sense like um, I get that it
2: does and it's it's I think like we've experienced like a lot of like songs with some pretty heavy emotion attached to them do the best on like TikTok and Reels and stuff like that. Um and if you can find a way to like boil those emotions down into like five or six words, like that mm-hmm. seems to do pretty well. Um because people want to like people relate to that and they want to they want to feel whatever you're talking about. You yeah. Know? So, well they're on it because they want
1: it. They want an emotional uh escape or an, an emotional mm, yeah. uh affirmation or something and so yeah. it, make, it makes total sense they also
0: want it to be like quick and convenient too yes. and that's yeah. the hard thing about making that like mesh yeah it's like how do you boil
2: down a very convenient. like a very heavy complex yeah. emotion into like six words that people can consume quickly yes yeah, so.
1: well and i think it's part it, you can maybe speak to this too of just like you have to kind of get over your pride of like man we spent how long writing hundreds of songs to get to this one song? And then we got to boil this thing down into like a
2: six second (laughs) teaser thing. Yeah. It's, it is tough. And I think, I think ultimately too, that it comes a lot down just to the song, like as much as, as much as we can gripe about like, Oh, the algorithm's not pushing my thing or the, you know, whatever, TikTok's against me or whatever. It's like, maybe our song is just not that good or maybe, um maybe this maybe there she is for whatever reason just connects to people um and because like you start to see trends of like a song doing well over and over again and which which just goes to show that a great song will reach people usually um and it'll and it'll com- connect to people so that's that's what it's been about for us dude Is kind of like swallowing our pride there as well yeah you know like You know, maybe, you know, we want to give this song shot after shot after shot. But at some point, like not every song is going to be the best one. And so um, just trying to write great songs that will cut through. Mm. That's awesome. Um, Can you talk a little bit maybe about your
1: process? Do you guys kind of batch out days or how do you how do you think about like scheduling and making time for this kind of stuff?
2: Yeah, it's changed a lot over the years. Um, Right now what that looks like is we're fortunate. We have a younger brother who lives in Atlanta who's really good at, at video editing. And, and like he does a lot of wedding vide- videography and stuff. I did not know there was a third brother. There's a third tootin', man. Oh, he's not in the band. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, we, we've been trying to get him in the band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not that interested. <laughs> um, but anyway, he's been doing some some content for us. And this kind of technically how we do it is we'll like block out half a half day with him. Like he'll come up here, like we'll go down there or something. And he's got a nice camera and we'll we'll basically have like a list of songs that we want to promote. So we'll get like seven or eight songs, like three songs that have done well in the past, two that are coming out, you know, in the future. And then, you know, three that we've released in like the last three months. And we'll just like go down the list and do a verse and chorus of each song. Just boom, 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 boom. And the way we kind of do that is we'll play the song on our phone. So the song we can hear the song and then we'll basically sing it to the camera. We can hear it. So we're on the same, like the same rhythm, the same time. So we're lip syncing the song. And then we go back after we do that and put the actual like recording over our, our voice. So it matches up the actual recording with what we're, with what we're lip syncing to. Yeah. Did I explain that well? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so that's kind of like how we found it can work pretty well because we tag this is getting all technical, but like we tag the uh we tag the sound. So we tag the actual song that we're lip syncing in TikTok. Mm-hmm. And so you get this string of TikTok videos that's all connected to the same, the same sound, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's we found that's kind of the best way for us to do it because it allows us to you know, I mean, I can do a, I can lip sync a song once every minute, you know, like it takes me about a minute to sing a verse in the chorus of a song. And so if you give us three hours to do that, like the other day we had three or four hours and we came out with like 110 videos. Wow. Um, And so our goal is to post every day. It's a lot of editing, but we go in and so, yeah. does your
1: brother give you all those files and then you just take them and edit them all basically? Yeah, yeah, pretty
2: much. It's a, it's a lot of editing. I'm I'm starting to like explore like getting, getting like people in Fiverr to edit them, like which is like a, well, a, a, you know, a work for hire site with like a bunch of people from Indonesia that edit videos. I yeah, think. Um, for sure. But yeah, it was, it was saving a lot of time. But anyway, yeah. So he'll give us like the raw files and then I'll put them all on TikTok and the captions on them, sound on them. Put them out and yeah. they already look great out of the camera which is the thing it's yeah. like the, the the huge benefit of having jack do it is one he's got a great eye for it and two the quality is there like as as soon as he records it it's there like the it's a great camera and and iphones have a great back camera and so it's just like i can't stress enough that if you have a bad looking video with poor lighting or with or, like, sound is, like, muffled, sort of. It's just not going to work on TikTok, on TikTok usually. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's not going to catch people's eye enough for, for it to do well. And a lot of what you guys do is, like, outside. So the lighting's just
1: automatically great, right?
2: Yeah. And, I mean, we, like, we if it's an overcast day outside, then we're like, oh, we need to get some TikToks today yeah. because the lighting's going to be better. And it's like, I think people don't really think about that sort of thing. But, like, if you're – you know under a tree and you've got like all these shadows on your face and like you're just going to swipe past it you know because yeah. it's I'm not really cool. it's not really compelling um so we definitely like think about stuff like oh this this is good lighting we should we should knock out some tiktoks today yeah
1: so good lighting it just quick two two 30 seconds on that so overcast days are good yeah like
2: what what else is good lighting like what what else makes good lighting it's like like know. how you have these lights up here like y'all y'all can't see them but so it's got lights, lights, lights. So y'all can see our face clearly. It's not like real shadowy. Like maybe my hat has a little shadow I can't see. But um it, like y'all can see our faces clearly, which is which is important. Um, so like that, like front lighting, overcast, so it's not like super bright and like reflective it's off a your sunny day. That's actually pretty bad. Yeah. It's tougher. Yeah. yeah. We've never really had a ton of success filming on like a super sunny day. Um, so like it. The golden hour is a real thing like if if the sun is like down behind the trees and it's like that last like 45 minutes to an hour of sunlight during the day or the same thing in the morning like that's definitely the best light to make a video or pictures look good i'm sure there's some people who know how to do it that but that's how we can do it just kind of straight out of the box it yeah. seems the best but
1: my my wife's a photographer so I, i've i've learned all the little tricks and i just know that if, if there's a time if there if it's 4 30 or 5 Sun's going down. I'm like, I better brace for a million pictures. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the cameras coming out. <laughs> just <trying to laughs> and smile. Just screen. Grin- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is it. it's stuff you don't think about though, as a musician. Like, yeah.
2: You, yeah, you all have had to sort of just learn this whole other way. of It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. yeah. Very interesting. It's like you become a. You're not only a musician anymore. You're like a production manager for a for TikToks and. Uh, and a marketing marketing manager and all this stuff so it's just a lot of different skill sets yeah
1: so um i want to talk real quick and then we'll we'll open it up to some q a as well at the end so i'm sure y'all have jo- joel says this is gold so awesome y'all, y'all are dropping gold nuggets yeah, awesome. gold. I love love it. Man. um i want to talk a little bit about there's there's marketing to your fans today is you know we're talking a lot about finding your fans how you do that is on TikTok. but then there's also marketing to the industry Mm -hmm. which is another big part of what you have to do if you're an artist or a songwriter is okay. Well, you know, you obviously want to get a publishing deal, right? You want to get a, a manager, you want to get uh, a booking agent. Like that, that's a different type of marketing.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Can you talk a little bit about how you guys have approached that since you moved to town?
2: Yeah, I think, I think the big thing is having good music, great songs. Obviously Um, if you're, you know, no matter how much marketing you do, if your, if your songs aren't good at all, then, then it's not going to matter too much usually. Um, Mm -hmm. or even if they're good and not great.
1: Right. Like that's
2: almost worse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like finding a way to take them to the next level. Um, I would say a lot of it too, is networking as, as much as, you know, I hate to say it, the music industry, like most industries is about who you know, and about, um, being friends with so-and-so over it, so-and-so label, you know, or, or, or uh, being friends with this artist who puts you on his tour with him and stuff like that. So it's, it's a lot about just getting to know the people around here. Um, and you can't like, for us, it's always been about being ourselves in that regard and like not trying to treat people in a way that we're just trying to get something from you, but being genuine and wanting to be their friend and, um, and wanting to hang out or whatever. Um, and then, you know, hopefully that'll turn into something we, we don't ever want to make it like where we're trying to use people, um, in networking. And, uh, and I'm sure that's a line that a lot of people walk, um, as far as like how to navigate that. But, um, yeah, just like being yourself, being authentic, getting to know people around town, getting to know the publishers and the labels and the, and the people in those settings and, Honestly, for us, a, a lot of it when we moved to town was going out to the bars. You know, that's where all the songwriters hang out and, and going to the songwriter nights and going to the um, writers' rounds. So, and just meeting people and being like, hey, you want to write? And stuff like that. Um, yeah. So that was a lot of how we did it at first and, and got our foot in the door in Nashville was doing that. Yeah. I think it's just figuring out, to, to just re-say what he said, is it, like figuring out where – The people that are important spend a lot of time and just going and spending a lot of time there. And like you're going to eventually, you know, you're going to make friends with all those people because you're spending time there. So we spent a ton of time at Whiskey Jam when we got (laughs) up here because there's a ton of songwriters and publishers and booking agents that spend a lot of time at Whiskey Jam. And so we went to a lot of Whiskey Jams. And then afterwards, we go to Red Door, which is a bar down the street where everybody, you know, everybody in the music industry spends a lot of time in Red Door. So we go to Whiskey Jam and then go get a beer at Red Door. And, you know, that's two and a half hours, three hours. And we do that twice a week, three times a week. And, you know, that's kind of how you, you start to like recognize all these like similar faces that are around and then you get to be friends with them. And that's just kind of how I think this town seems to work. Unless you have, unless you're mega viral on TikTok and then it's kind of a shortcut. It seems to come to you a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, But,
1: but even then, there's not a lot of depth with that because there's, there's been a ton of artists that have been signed off of that in the last Mm -hmm. couple of years and have been dropped. And yeah, because they don't have that relational equity. Yeah. Over the years with, with, as weird as it says, as weird as it sounds to say, they don't have the relational
2: equity with the town of Nashville. Yeah. Like you kind of have to build like a trust here. Yeah, I think you're right, dude. I, I mean, country music is still still built on on the industry here, for sure, on the labels, on the radio, on the publishers. So to, to really make it in country, for the most part, unless you're Zach Bryan or, you know, Cody Johnson, you have to kind of go through the industry typically.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I think, um, Zach and Cody are great examples of go build it and find your fans first and then yeah. the industry will find you. So, yeah. so if you do that, well, that definitely works as well. Yeah. Um, as we're kind of closing up this part and then we're going to transition into some Q and a, um, do you have any advice that like looking back a few years ago at the Tuton brothers moving to Nashville, um, that might be helpful for, for somebody out there who's feeling maybe overwhelmed with, okay, how do I even, yeah. how do I even start? It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, a lot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I would say,
0: I
2: honestly, as I think about it, I would just say like, don't worry so much about it. Like if, like a big part of ours is, is a big part of our lives is our faith. And like, just for us, it's like, if the Lord, if the Lord wants it to happen, he's going to make it happen. And like, we're all we can do is our best. And so for me, it would be just like, dude, don't worry so much. Like, just like continue to give it to the Lord, work as hard as you can. Um, like you'll figure out the things you figure out and the time that you figure them out is as stupid as that sounds. It's like, you, you can't know everything at first. You can't know how to do everything at first. You just have to start and put yourself out there and, um, you know over time, just like anything else, you get better at what you're doing, and um, I think that was just, I mean, I, that's been us for the past six or eight years. We've been doing this thing, you know, since college, is like just get just trying to get better at every little detail. Yeah, I did so, so. I would say that. I mean, I agree with all of that, and I would say too, just like you've if you want to get good at like anything creative at like TikToks or writing songs. This is just my experience. And again, I don't have it all figured out, but you've got to just do it. (laughs) You know, like the only way you're going to get better at writing songs is to go write a hundred songs. And I know that sounds overwhelming, but like, just write a song today, you know, and then write another song tomorrow and put out a TikTok today and then make something a little bit better about it tomorrow and put out another one and like, just do those things. And I think that's how we've found uh, that we get better at stuff. Is it like, you just got to start doing it because it's easy to get the whole like analysis or paralysis analysis analysis paralysis thing where you just like it feels so overwhelming and you're just like i don't even know where to start but if you just like put out a tiktok today and write a song today and then tomorrow you're like i want to write a little bit better song and put out a little bit better tiktok by the time you do 100 of them you're going to be way way better at it Mm um yeah and i think i don't know some people maybe have it figured out right out of the gate but that's kind of how we've had to had to do it yeah
1: Nothing beats the reps, for sure. Yeah, yeah. reps.
2: And I know we've said quality and, like, all this stuff. Like, it's got to be really good-looking. Like, I've said that twice. But you're probably not going to have that right at first. We ha- we sure didn't. It took us years to to figure out how to make really high-quality, like, really engaging videos. So, you know, just start where you can and, and move from there. Yeah. And the good news
1: is, is it sounds like the time you spend on trying to make it that it doesn't always –
2: reflect so no 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 no. don't stress people 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 aren't gonna look back at your old stuff and and penalize you for it i don't think usually yeah yeah yeah. um awesome some
1: great stuff from the tootons where can everybody find you guys connect with you guys website socials
2: all that oh dude all the socials you know just look up the tootin brothers on instagram or uh spotify or apple music anywhere youtube whatever awesome
1: make sure y'all make sure you all do that follow their stuff uh I would say one of the best things if you're watching this learning this and and you're wanting to learn more about how to do it just follow these guys watch what they're doing they're they're literally treating it like it's their job and it's uh it's inspiring to watch so thanks for taking the time to be with us here on song chasers today yeah man yeah man we're happy to be here
0: thanks for listening to this episode of the made it in music podcast. Make sure to check out our other episodes. We have well over a hundred interviews with some of the top music industry professionals, many here in Nashville and many from all over the world. Subscribe to make sure that you automatically get future episodes and leave us a review. If you loved it, it would really help us out or send an email to support at full If you have ideas for how we can improve the show, see you in the next episode.